Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about locus of control. Jody is going to be uh, doing the presentation. Go ahead and take the mic, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you mentioned locus of control. So it's, it's an interesting topic because there's different ways that you can look at things and how you decide to try to control things or not control things. And you may have noticed throughout your life that there's a lot of things that we just can't control. And you'll see how much it causes like you to waste your time, how you to like, you may be wishing that other people would just change and you're just focusing and you're using all this effort to try to change other people, trying to fix everything. And all this effort may turn you into like a control freak. Uh, you may notice at work where you want to delegate tasks to other people, but you don't have the confidence that they'll be able to do a good job. So you're always going to want to do it yourself type of mentality. And you're not really going to want to ask for help because you want to be the, the director and control everything. And it's going to interfere when you're working with teams because you're going to want to take the lead and you're going to want to try to control it. And with locus of control, there's really two different types. There's going to be an internal and an external. And this is really going to be based on kind of your belief system. And people with an external locus of control, their belief is going to be uh, that their lives depend just on fate or luck. Or you may have people who say destiny. And they have that mentality where whatever's meant to be is going to be. And then you have the people with the internal locus of control. And they just think that they're in complete control of their future. Uh, they're going to take responsibility for their successes, their failures. And they just think they have the ability to control everything, including their financial future, their health, and things like that. And your locus of control is going to really determine how you deal with all the circumstances in life. So when you're trying to have that uh, internal locus of control where you're trying to control everything, um, you're going to waste a lot of energy trying to control things. You're going to have this increased anxiety, a lot of extra stress. You're going to have a lot of time you're wasting, energy. You're going to notice that it's going to damage some relationships and how you interact with people. Uh, you're going to tend to judge people real harshly. You're always going to be criticizing them because you think you're in control and you know everything. And you're going to blame yourself for like things that were outside of your control. You're going to kind of lower your self-esteem by by doing that type of stuff. So there's a lot of things that you've noticed that you can't control. And some people try to fight it, and other people just accept it. And it could be all kinds of things. Um, a lot of people struggle with their children, where you got to remember you can give your children like the tools to be successful, and you can do the best you can, but you can't make your, your children be a good student. So you don't have control over them. Uh, you could be really good at your job, but you really can't force your boss to recognize you for it. Uh, you can be the smartest person in the room, but you can't control other people to follow you. Um, so that, that goes along with whenever you're trying to kind of give people advice, the only thing you can do is kind of offer that opinion. You can't 
force them to accept it. And then, you know, you can have a positive attitude in the world and you can always be happy, um, but you're not going to be able to control your cancer or something like that where you have some sort of terminal illness or things like that. So once you realize this, you can, you can learn to accept it. And the big one is like when you're interacting with other people, once you accept the fact that you can't actually control other people in order to work with them, um, you can kind of do some different techniques, like listen to what they have to say and then, you know, talk second. Uh, a lot of a lot of times people are always listening to respond. You may have heard that before. Um, you can share your opinion with people, um, but if they're just going to argue with you or they're not really going to accept your opinion, you just have to let it go and not keep trying to reinforce what you think. Um, and then you can change your behavior. Uh, Paul always says, we teach people how to treat us. So if you're just enabling people to behave a certain way, then they're not really going to change. But if you change your behavior to kind of teach people how to treat you, you'll notice they, they may change or they may not. And once we start to practice this ex acceptance, we have a lot of freedom and a lot of peace. And my, my favorite illustration is like traffic. So I, I can always tell where I'm at on this locus of control based on how well I accept and deal with traffic. Like you could have the people that are stuck in traffic, uh, they're running late, they're angry, they're getting mad, they're speeding up and then slamming on the brakes and all these things. And they're really not going any faster than the same person that's right next to them playing their, their favorite song and singing along and having a good time. And they're all going the same speed. So the circumstances really don't change at all. But those two people have a totally different perception, perception of what's going on. So those types of people that can accept the things that they can't control, they're going to have like a, they're going to be happier people. They're going to have better relationships. They're not going to be stressed out and worrying about everything all the time. It's going to open up new opportunities because people that are always trying to control, control things, they're always stuck driving to what they believe to be right. And they tend not to be very open to other opportunities because they don't think other people um, have anything like they think they're smarter. So th things like that. And you're just going to be overall successful. You're going to have, you know, better interactions with different people. You're going to have a better outlook in at different opportunities. Um, those, those people that are always negative, they're always going to shut down these opportunities and be like, Oh, that's just a scam. That can't be right. That's not what I've learned. Things like that. So, that acceptance is really the key to happiness when it comes to this. And there's this prayer that was written by a Reinhold Niebuhr, and it's used in some recovery programs, and this is, I'm going to read this uh, prayer. It's called the Serenity Prayer. And it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, courage to change that, the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking, as he did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, and trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I might be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. So 
in there it talks about accepting those hardships and it talks about you know the the courage to change the things i can but accepting the things that i can't so i think that's really the key is once you can figure out which things you can't change is to fall back on that acceptance and realizing that's outside my control i can't change other people um i can only work on myself thanks paul Thank you very much, Jody. Uh, fantastic presentation. Jody said, mentioned in his presentation tonight, that uh, I always say that you, you teach people how to treat you, which means that whatever you allow, however you allow people to treat you and accept it or not, you're, te- you're allowing people to treat you the way they want to rather than the way you should be expecting them to treat you with respect and consideration. Uh, Ray, you're online, buddy? Yeah, here. What of the two, exterior or interior, locus control do you feel that you have uh, experienced most of? Yeah, um... So with that, I, I would say that I have uh, currently I'm in a pretty good balance with that. I've uh, went through phases of being on either side. Um, I think trying to take complete control of every, everything brings a lot of frustration um, and feeling out of control and like you have no control of anything is has its own uh, challenges. And I agree the perfect balance is to, it's like almost taking, you know, full responsibility and control while accepting that you don't have complete control. And I think that's reflected in that prayer, you know, that he's asking for, uh, you know, to basically be able to know the difference between the things we can and cannot control so that we can essentially take control of what we can and let go of what we can't because I, I can see that that's, uh, especially my own experience and, and observing in others, that a lot of the frustration comes from uh, when we believe we can't change things. So, uh, and we're, we may very, very well be dealing with something that we can't. And so then we think we can't change anything. And then we give up trying to control what we can which is unfortunate. And I guess the same could be said, vice versa, you know, when you're taking uh, too much control and then you realize you can't control everything. So they, I guess it's the same way, you know, you let go of that control. It can come from either end, which uh, can prevent you from letting go of what you can't control and also can cause you to give up controlling what you can control. So I, I definitely feel like I'm I'm learning and maintaining a, a good balance of the two, but throughout my journey, I've experienced a lot of uh, turbulence on both sides. Thank you, Ray. Ray, let me ask you one more thing. Ten years ago, when you first started, with the discovery of method, which 
of the two, inner or exterior, focus of control, uh, locus of control did you think you experienced most of? Um, I think up until that point, majority of my life was a feeling of uh, no control and feeling that we, we don't have any control or we don't have much control. Um, a lot of my challenges came from as I grew, um, learning that we do have a lot of control in spite of the things that we don't have control of. And ironically, the more I learned that, I then begin to struggle with uh, trying to control too much and thinking that no matter how much I do, if I'm not able to control everything, you know, if I'll focus on the things that I can't control and become frustrated or not able to accept that, you know, almost like a defeat. And they become so consumed in the defeat of the thing that I cannot control that I I give up. You know, I want to give up what I had established control of. You know, a lot of things that I've established, like we're talking in the past, my finances. Um, so the way it works, it can, like you always say, Paul, is that it can find, it will find new weak links in the, uh, in the chain. So I'd overcome my challenge with finances, but then realize, um, that, you know, I'm tempted to let go of that, what I've established in my finances, if I get too uh, overwhelmed with something that I can't control. Much, Ray. We really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Jody, uh, did you want to uh, say anything else before we get off the program this evening? Yeah, I think Ray said that very good, and I didn't really expound on that too much is like you mentioned kind of that wisdom to know the difference and what we think we can control and at one point may be different as we learn and grow on this journey of self-discovery because there's a lot of things that initially I thought I had no control over I just had to accept them as they are and then after learning and, and growing you learn well there are things and there are new things that I can do to change and make things different than the way they always have. So that that wisdom to know the difference changes which things we think we have control over and which ones we don't. Um, like there's a lot of people that think that maybe they're just destined to be fat. It's in their genetics. They're always going to be, be fat, and they're kind of stuck. And they may learn some new technique or learn something where they're like, well, I don't have to be like this, and they'll completely turn their life around. Um, there's other people that learn or think, that, well, my dad died of cancer, so I'm going to probably die of cancer early too, or I'm going to get this disease. And they, they don't realize that they're, they're kind of creating this subconscious program that's going to kind of cause that disease. And once they realize that, they can learn that they can do different things and they can have some control over their health. So there's a lot of different things out there, and you may not accept them in the beginning, but as you learn and grow, you're going to realize you, you'll have more and more control over certain things. Whatever technique or whatever thing you do or believe in, it's all going to be your, your perception and what you know and how you can change which things you can control and which things you can't. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Jody. You're so right. 
when it comes to since my father he died at 57 when i was the year 57 at my age i i really were was very conscientious about the fact that wait a minute am i going to die you know am i going to be like my father but of course uh i come to the realization that i'm not my father he had his own situations in life and what he consumed and what he did that affected his life at age 57. And uh, I'm so glad that uh, I only took a short period of time by focusing in on that and realized that, that there was a difference between my father's life and my life. And I've lived it a whole lot uh, more productive since then. All right, gang, uh, next Thursday night, 730, uh, call 518 and access call code would be 655-145. Tell your friends, relatives, and family to be on call next week. Y'all be real.